0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of March, and I'm on my way to uh, Great Homeschool Conventions in Dallas in the Fort Worth area. I'm really excited because I'm staying with my sister, which is an absolute bonus for me. And our family's here, and we love the Homeschool Conference in Fort Worth. So if you haven't had a chance yet, it is not too late. You can still get tickets. Just go to greathomeschoolconventions.com and sign up. They are having an awesome turnout this year, and you will love the vendor hall. You'll love everything about it. So I hope that you'll come out and see us this weekend in Fort Worth. All right, uh, today I have the privilege of having my husband with me in the studio. Hey, Jay. Hello. (laughs) He's looking at me with this sort of, you know, what in the world uh, look in his eyes over here. But I felt like it was an important topic. Dren and I have been talking about submission in marriage, and uh, we started talking last week about um, just what do you do when you disagree? Maybe you can kind of help. Maybe you can touch on that a little bit too. Okay. Because you and I have had a few disagreements.
1: We have? (laughs)
0: Over the years, um, but I'm not going to waste a bunch of time on uh, announcements and that kind of thing today because I want to take as much time as I can uh, with Jay and really kind of dig into this issue of submission in marriage. And I know you and I have had lots of conversations about this uh, because I came from a home where I really feel like that um, that role was abused and i saw it abused uh, growing up and i saw it actually frankly abused in the church and i saw pastors sanction it or turn a blind eye to abuse in the church and so when you and i got married i had some pretty big issues um with with the word even just with submission and uh i've loved the way that over you know our 28 years of being together and 27 years of marriage that you've been um just so faithful and gentle with me as we talk about this topic and I feel like you have probably one of the best perspectives on it uh, because the Bible's clear, right? I mean, we're right. reading out of Ephesians 5 and right. the Bible's not, you know, these are like, I don't want to be like the person who's trying to justify gay marriage. And so I'm t- twisting it around just because I don't necessarily like the word submission and don't love the idea of it. Um, I totally, uh, it it's in the word of God and I understand, I believe what God is doing. So I was just wondering if from your perspective, when you got married, um, what you and, and if man if your if your view even has morphed on it over the not morphed like you thought it was wrong and now you think it's right or vice versa but how you how being married has sort of um, changed you as you've uh, been married for all this time as the head of our home
1: well obviously I think when we first get married you don't realize you know <laughs> right how to, you don't understand what you're getting into and all the complexities <laughs> Especially when you of you get married to me huh? relationships <laughs> no I think it's for everyone I think it's you just don't realize how you know how it's going to be mm-hmm. and how hard it can be and how much you're going to have to die to yourself in order to make mm-hmm. a relationship work. I think that's probably the, the biggest
0: struggle. That hurts my feelings. Struggle. You just said you have to die to yourself <laughs> in order to live with me?
1: No, I, I'm saying that that's a <laughs> principle that everyone's going to have to do, and that's what the Bible says. I right. mean, That's what we're submitting to one another. That's mm-hmm. what is, um, in Ephesians 5 here, that's what is very clear. And I think... These are the lessons that you have to learn as soon as you possibly can. I think marriage, you know, you mentioned earlier the gay marriage thing, and it's you know the the world doesn't understand what marriage really is. Marriage is Mm -hmm. a covenant between you and God and the church Mm -hmm. that you will be faithful to each other. And it is a spiritual covenant and a supernatural thing that you're entering into, rather than just a you know a business agreement. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of I've told you this before. I've often kind of wondered why the world even cares that much about marriage. Why people who are living together for a long time even think they should get married? What mm-hmm. difference does it make? Mm-hmm. They're not believers. They're not making mm-hmm. a covenant with God. They're making a covenant
0: with the state. With the state.
1: Ch- with the state. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. exactly right. So
0: for their taxes. So there's
1: that. Because honestly, um, like most anything. Mm-hmm in our spiritual walks with God, um, it, it really it relies on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, we have God's Word to know how things work, and that's why we're sitting here talking about Ephesians 5 and other mm-hmm. verses about marriage. But um, when you actually live it out and do it, it's the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. gives us the power and the ability to submit to one another, mm-hmm. to love one another enough. Because, I don't know, I mean— you know, you're quick to say that you're, you know, it was hard to love you or whatever, and it wasn't. <laughs> but um, I'm, you know, even in my own flesh, you know, I know that on my own, I wouldn't be able to do Mm-hmm marriage i wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to do relationship and i don't think anybody is i think everybody in there it's at like their core, going. exactly <laughs> i think everybody at their core core is selfish and would not would not be able to do it and i think that's why the you know there's so much divorce in the world and honestly you know i think it's you know it's a sad commentary on the church that they're not doing that well at marriage either mm-hmm. but going back to what's going on here i mean this is i think it's a supernatural thing i think it's a spiritual thing that that you're able to submit to one another, and you do it uh, because mm-hmm. that's what um, that's how it works. I mean, you can't um, you can't be successful in life if you're not submitting to the Lord and following God. Mm-hmm. And the only one that's going to make you successful is the Lord and His Holy Spirit working in you.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you look at, I'm, I'm going to kind of tell everybody, I'm. Uh, I'm going to link back to an article that I read. It's kind of a long article, but I think it's worth reading at todayschristianwoman.com. I'll link back to it in the show notes today, but uh, on about page three of that article, uh, they list uh, several secrets that they believe are, um, you know, things that you should know that are sort of secrets to um, successfully applying Paul's exhortation in Ephesians uh, with regard to submission. And uh, so I thought I'd just kind of go over those with you, Jay, and kind of get your your feedback on them. Um, the first thing that they say that it that they say is that submission is personal. And you and I have talked about this a lot. Submission is a doctrine that you apply to yourself. So the the apostle Paul's not saying husbands, you know, tell your wife to submit or wives tell your husbands to step up and be spiritual head of the home, which we see a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Of out oh, on the yeah. road, a lot of women come up to the booth or so they'll come and talk to me after I'm yeah. speaking and they'll say, My husband's not stepping up. He's not leading in our home and I'm frustrated with him and I feel Disappointed, but Paul's not saying that he's speaking to each person and asking them to work on his or her own attitude do you you think that's right?
1: well, absolutely I mean, there's a personal accountability we have before God and before each other and mm-hmm. before the church and I mean that's um at the core of you know who we are behind closed doors, for mm-hmm. example, which is mm-hmm. who you really are mm-hmm. and you're you know you're not going to be successful if you're being artificial and fake
0: Mm -hmm. well i think it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier i mean what what would happen if you know i was always railing on you and saying i wish you'd step up i wish you'd be more of a leader that that's not it wouldn't encourage you my hunch Uh is that it wouldn't encourage you and it wouldn't be encouraging to me if you were hauling women submit (laughs) yeah it maybe wouldn't not only not be encouraging it might be dangerous. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But so the first one was submission was uh, personal. And the second uh, secret that they list is what you've already said, and that's that it's spiritual. So unless you're filled with the Spirit of God, what you were just saying, it makes absolutely zero sense to submit to another person, which is, I think, why you see the women on The View going, submission. What a stupid, archaic, backward, old-fashioned, out of step with the culture Idea, but it's not a cultural idea at all. Just like marriage is not a cultural idea, marriage was uh, was was God's idea. So when uh, Paul said to submit to each other out of reverence for Christ, um, that's what he means. I love this guy says that uh, that the word submit in Greek isn't a command. The command is the verse that we read earlier: be filled with the Spirit. Submitting is an expression of that, and so the text should read: be filled with the Holy Spirit, submitting to one another out of reverence christ and so really if we don't have the holy spirit what's the point exactly Uh, so if you're a follower of christ and you're filled the holy spirit um, and you hit a power struggle in your marriage you submit to your spouse but you do it uh, by the power of god which i think is you know i think women need to hear that it's just it's like praying for your husband or praying for your wife Um, and these are spiritual disciplines because when you're mad at somebody last thing you want to do is me yeah. Jay, you're probably more godly than I am. <laughs> the last well, I thing I want to do is pray for you when I'm mad. I love you, baby, but the last yeah. thing I want to do when I'm mad at you is sit down and pray for you. <laughs> that's
1: right. I think that's how we all are.
0: I really just want to argue until I until you tell me I'm right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think I, you know, I'm not a woman. Obviously, I, I don't know what it's like to have to submit to your husband. But I would imagine it would be very difficult. And you know, I, you know, I, I see that. You know, the the reason the world looks at that and just thinks that's insane. I mean, why would you ever do that? And I think that's why a lot of people, even in the church, you know, mm-hmm. don't like this subject and mm-hmm. are afraid of it. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I tell guys all the time, I think that, you know, the church and I think men in the church have done a pathetic job of um, be, having a biblical view of of headship in the home mm-hmm. and with submission. Because I think in reality, if we were doing it right, I think that women would— Want that mm-hmm. because they would see the safety they have and mm-hmm. their husbands loving them so much and caring for them so much that they would want yeah. that kind of a you know that protection and care that I think the relationship is designed and supposed to have. Mm-hmm. But obviously we have a we have way too many examples of men you know t- abusing taking it. abusing and taking yeah. the you know the thrown to their home or whatever, you know, in a way that is um, not Christ-like. It's not the example. I mean, Paul is saying here in Ephesians that we are to, as as husbands, we are to love our wives like Christ loved us. And, I mean, he didn't come to us and beat us up and tell us how we have to, you know, make dinner for him and do all these, Mm -hmm. you know, care for him so he feels all comfortable because he's the king of his home. But rather, Mm -hmm. Christ came to us and served like crazy, washed Mm -hmm. the disciples' feet. I mean, was very humble, was very
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: loving towards us to the point of dying on a cross if the
0: disciples had a dishwasher he would have unloaded he would have unloaded the dishwasher exactly (laughs) i think do you remember years ago babe when we got married and you and i were talking to my grandparents about submission and um you know i had and i know you did too a lot of respect for my grandparents marriage for the the fact that they'd been you know married for over 60 years and yeah um and i love to watch you know my grandpa chase my grandmother around the kitchen which he did for as long as i could remember and the, and it still sticks with me that grandpa said to us that in the issue, or uh, when the marriage is healthy, in a healthy marriage, he said the issue of submission is never going to come up. That's right. And I think that's true. And I'm, I am mean, I literally cannot think of any time um, in all of our years of being married that I've ever felt like, you know, you just said submit, woman, or that I even, I, I mean, I think I have felt... um bummed that I wasn't a guy sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to just like this is my way and I wanted to do it but I've always felt loved by you and I really think that that's that's the key is and I think that's really what my grandpa was trying to say you yeah. know to us and it was so good that he said it to us when I was 19 and you were 21 <laughs> because we had a long you know now that we're pretty darn close to our 50s it's it's a huge big deal to to recognize what he was really saying was um if you love each other um, it's not it's going to be a non issue because right. you're going to have the other one's best uh best interest at heart so the last a uh, secret on this thing uh, uh at today's christianwoman.com is kind of the it's that same principle and they're saying submission is mutual in Ephesians Paul actually introduces something radical to the culture at that time uh that people with more power had more responsibility so Paul is in in essence saying to husbands yes you've got authority but you've also got Um, responsibility and in fact christian teachers from the earliest centuries have pointed out that what paul asks the husband to do is actually harder and this is what you and i've talked about a lot than what he asks the wife to do he asks the wife to show respect and submit but he asks the husband to die Mm. kind of a big deal yeah it is yeah so when paul writes husbands love your wives like Christ of the church and gave himself up for her it's really it's it's nice and it sounds poetic but it's really him saying Jesus chose to submit himself to the whip the thorns and the nails for our benefit and that's the example for husbands and the question he says question he asks is are you dying daily to what you want to make sure your wife gets what she needs i love this i um and you know we only have a couple minutes left but i wanted you i wanted to see if you could remember this and i'm kind of putting you on the spot um, but we've talked about the mirror, how the wife sort of sees herself, um, mirrored through her husband. Mm-hmm. That as the wife sees herself reflected back in the eyes of her husband, then she, then she grows. Yeah. That way.
1: Well, and I think it goes to another aspect of being a husband. I mean, and what Paul's telling the husbands, he's describing how Christ loved us by doing all these amazing things for us to make, to to be able to present us without spot or blemish before God. His goal, his purpose for being here was to help us be all we can be Mm -hmm. as his church, his Mm -hmm. bride. Mm -hmm. And that is the example he's giving for us husbands and how we are to be our wives. So, our responsibility as husbands is to do everything we can to help our wives be all they can be without mm-hmm. spot or blemish and to find what God's called them to do and help mm-hmm. them nourish them. And again, I, I just, I view our role as husbands as helping the woman be successful. So how in does that flesh herself. out
0: practically? So for the man who's listening to this right now, and he's trying to figure out how does that flesh out in his life? How can you, how can he unpack that in a way um, in his relationship with his wife?
1: Well, I think first it's understanding that concept that you, that we're to help make our wives be all they can be, mm-hmm. and seeing that from the Bible, and then starting to pray about what that would look like for your situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different, obviously, mm-hmm. and the gifts and and things that God has called you to do individually, husband and wife, are going to be different from family to family. So you've got to be praying, God, mm-hmm. what do you want my wife, who do you want my wife to be, and what is it that you want me to be helping her grow in mm-hmm. to be all that you have made her to be? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I... I think also be praying for how that looks for you as a couple, because I just, I firmly believe that there's each couple is together for a kingdom purpose yeah. I think God has brought us together I don't think yeah. it's an accident that we end up with each other I think yeah. God's doing something so there's that aspect as well mm-hmm. and I think they overlap obviously mm-hmm. I think there's I mean if I think if you're following praying about it and following the Holy Spirit as to how it should be it you know He will make it clear mm-hmm. and uh, I know that's a scary thing but that's like every part of what we're talking about following God is not an mm-hmm. easy checklist uh, process it's a it's a day by day God what is it how do I do this where do you mm-hmm. want me to go how do you but and then at the and then while you're doing all that you're you're doing it out of in humility and care and love for your mm-hmm. spouse and it goes both ways but mm-hmm. obviously we're talking about the husbands
0: and i think in when we talk about that sort of the the love that we have for each other that's mutual i think what you've demonstrated to me certainly over the years I and mean, there were many years when you when you were pastoring and i was trying to get involved in what you were doing so hosting people at our homes or you know, trying to be a part of the um, the musical that you're producing and things like that. And one thing that I have really loved about you, and I think has been really a glue to our relationship, is that you've always looked to see what um, God was doing in my life, even in those seasons when we had little children at home. Yeah. So it was writing for a long time ago, what twenty some years ago, it was writing yeah. for the worship team. Where that little tiny, you know, whatever it was, a newsletter, newsletter, yeah, a monthly yeah. newsletter, yeah. And I wrote an article for it, and you were just like babe this was good and just that little bit of encouragement you know when i'm surrounded by kids who are barfing on me and spitting up on me you know all day long and you you saw something in me that was worthy you thought of nurturing and i think um the example that you set for other husbands and we talk about this a lot when we're out on the road was just kind of keeping your eyes open for what it is that your wife has been uniquely gifted to do, because there's going to come a time when your kids are going to be grown.
1: That's right.
0: And gone. And I think, um, think, and conversely, you know, um, your gifts, I think, were more obvious because of what you did for a career and what your calling was. And certainly when I met you, um, and it's been uh, wonderful for me to be able to work alongside you and then see what exactly it is that God's doing for us as a couple as our kids are growing, and now even more as our kids are. Well, they're leaving. They're leaving. Our kids are leaving. (laughs) When did this happen? It is. We got old. Coming fast. (laughs) It's coming fast. Well, um, thank you, Jay, for uh, coming in and talking to me about this today. I know that um, a lot of you listening to this don't often get a chance to hear Jay and I talk together. And you can probably tell from listening to us that I'm the more outspoken of the (laughs) two of us, but he is a much better musician than me. So believe me, when it comes to guitars, you don't want to hear me play. Well, you could, but it it really wouldn't be worth <laughs> it wouldn't be worth <laughs> listening to, but if you got questions or you want to talk, just we'd love to hear your feedback on the podcast. You can email us at podcast at thebusymom.com. And honestly, you guys, um, there really isn't a subject that's off limits. We're happy to talk about. There's a lot of things faced in the culture. Uh, yeah. Today, facing Christians in the culture today. And we want to tackle those subjects here at The Busy Mom in a way that I hope uh, brings some encouragement to you. So um, feel free to contact us here. And I hope you've enjoyed this. Thank you again, Jay, for, for coming and talking with me today. I appreciate it. Glad to do it. Love you, babe. Love you, too. See you get back here next time at The Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, yeah. visit me online at thebusymom.com.